0: 50 plus a tip is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. Studio X is a boutique adult production company that creates premium erotic photography, video, and content. They produce unique, custom, high-quality work that will generate you with more clients, fans, and subscribers. Studio X prides themselves in creating a safe, sexy, and fun luxury service experience unlike any other. Studio X wants their work to remain special, unique, and high-quality. Therefore, they only offer a very limited amount of shoots each month. They focus our energy on you and provide you with the most professional service and best experience possible. They prioritize those that work in the entertainment industry, performance, adult, and sex worker community. Listeners of 50 plus a tip get $100 off their shoot with Studio X as well as a Polaroid add-on valued at $150. Just mention 50 plus a tip. Model Express in Vancouver is the ultimate
1: destination for sexy and affordable lingerie, dancewear, and exotic high heels. Visit ModelExpress.ca for all of your sexy style essentials. For our listeners, use code 50 plus a tip for 10% off all pleaser shoes online. That's 10% off for all pleasers online only at ModelExpress.ca.
0: You're listening to 50 plus a tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open minded whores. Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. So first of all, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And wherever you're listening, whatever podcast, streaming app you're on. Could be Apple. Could be Spotify. Could be Google Play. Although, do people really use Google Play? I think so. And Stitcher? Oh, yeah, Stitcher. Well, wherever, we're there. So we're there. <laughs> hit the subscribe, give us all the stars. We love it. And a huge thank you to our fantastic sponsors. You're going to hear more about them in a bit, but it's uh & Lash, Studio X, Model Express, and Intimo. And we've been getting lots of compliments from people with our new photos for this season, season seven photos. And they are done by Studio X, who is a fantastic photographer and made us look so good and we had so much fun at that shoot. So big shout out to them. Make sure you check out their work. Yeah, it was a very
1: comfortable shoot as well. Like we had a great time. So and that always like helps get a bit of photos as well when you're not stiff. I get very stiff when I like get photographs sometimes. So if you can have some banter with the photographer and then with each other and it just feels very comfortable, it makes a world of difference. Yeah.
0: And I've like I told you a story before that uh I won this. Back back in my early stripping days, I won this competition for stripping and they like, you were in a calendar. Yeah. And I don't want to get too much away because someone's going to find that on calendar. I <laughs> have every six months I try and hunt it down. <laughs> and I've like threatened anyone who ever found us. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Um, and the photographer, we went on this beautiful shoot out in like a farm area and it was like really nicely done. And I told him, I was like, I just want to like preface this saying, like, I'm really not photogenic. Like, as you guys can see on Patreon, for some reason, as soon as there's a screen, my uh, natural beauty doesn't <laughs> translate. And uh, I was like, I'm, I'm really unphotogenic. I just had to warn you. And they're like, no, like, it's, you're not. There's no way you are. And it will look great. And at the end of the shoot, they like looked at me and they're like, you're kind of unphotogenic, eh? And I was like, yeah, you see how I warned you? So if you th- can find that calendar. <laughs> No, no. So <laughs> that's a shout out to Studio X that they are like gifted for making yeah. me look presentable in these photos. So big shout out to them. They have some amazing offerings um, for our listeners as well. So make sure to listen to that. What? Oh, also too, uh, we changed up our attire today. We're not wearing our usual cool fifty plus a tip tank tops that we usually present on the podcast. Which is like low key narcissistic, but you do what you you do what you is can. Or is it like an entrepreneurial move? Hard to say. <laughs> Hard to say. I think mean, those two go hand in hand a lot. Yeah. Um, no. Today I am rocking a L.A. Cavalier <laughs> Cavaliers. Cavaliers. Yeah. Um, crew neck that I got from F as in Frank, which is a local vintage store. Show. Are You doubting that it's no. Cavaliers? I so
1: badly wanted to say something like, "Do you even listen to that band?"
0: Oh, I didn't know you were a white middle aged man. <laughs> this is entirely new to me. <laughs> Um, big also, shout- not a band. <laughs> yeah, it's a sports team. <laughs> and, uh, big shout out to F and Frank. They have a few different locations locally in Vancouver. And I think I want to say Washington maybe, but that could be wrong. I feel like they do have somewhere outside of Canada, but, um, great store. They have one downtown that I frequent and I got that this there and I love it. So I wanted to like represent a little local store that has some great, uh, vintage thrift store finds so and also because you can see them right now these socks <laughs> okay can you just stand up and do a little like outfit of the day yeah. <laughs> <A little>. And put <laughs> <even laughs> on my only <OnlyFans. laughs> um okay these socks this is a side sidebar i love the scrunch look right it's like old like a throwback to like 80s like princess die look of like crew neck and and uh bike shorts and the scrunch socks okay how much do you think these socks cost three dollars they were seventeen dollars these socks, which is obnoxious for socks. And because they were presented as scrunch socks, I was like, "Oh, perfect!" Because I can never get the scrunch like this right. I don't know if you like know scrunch socks, but like you need the perfect amount of scrunch on the sock. Is it just a long tube sock? Yeah, but you need to like scrunch it properly. So I was like, "Oh, they're pre shrunk or pre uh, pre scrunched." <laughs> and then I got them, and I was like, "It's a little pricey, but whatever." I know they're not they're not scrunch at all. They're just long socks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I saw that coming from a mile away. <laughs> whatever they're still cute i'll keep them well yeah. i'm wearing them now <laughs> and, and already, i'll return these tomorrow i already got them dirty so <laughs> they're mine now but yeah so shout out to fs and frank <laughs> that you got this scrunch shop scrunch no that was an it's purchase oh well i mean could have seen that coming up but <laughs> shout out to fs and frank <laughs> for the for the crew neck so okay proceed tell me about your life updates
1: my life updates.
0: Mm. I I mean, where do we start
1: really? It's such an exciting life. To be. <laughs> yeah. I've been in school, which is shocking to everybody I know. Um, and I have really not worked mm. since the last time we recorded.
0: I'm gonna interrupt you. Uh two yeah, no, side things. <laughs> Back to me. Uh two side things. One, you might hear my uh big ass coffee jangling like that. It's cause I just got my fluoride down on the teeth mm-hmm. and you can't like drink hot coffee for why am I sitting so aggressively spread right now? <laughs> I don't know. It's really a choice when we're on camera. <laughs> right to the camera too. Um, it's, uh, yeah, you can't drink hot coffee for two hours. and so I'm just like on ice and I should have said no ice, but I didn't. So you guys get to hear that ASMR <laughs> in your ear. And also if we look down on our phones while we're recording, it's because we take notes on our phones and someone called a, a called Riley out on or tried to call Riley out on the um Instagram, like last week, because you were telling me a story and you looked down at your phone. And mm-hmm. I think that like, they allude to like, that you like, made, made up the story. Sure. <laughs> I'm quite the author. <laughs> but no, it's just because we bear. I barely remember which name I'm using each day that I, I can, there's no way I can remember two weeks in advance or from prior to what happened. So yeah,
1: I mean, also, typically, not now, we work a lot. So a lot of work stories happen and a lot of details get missed. So yeah. So. Forgive us
0: <laughs> if we looked down our phones. So proceed. Yeah. You. I mean, I've completely forgot where I was going. So that's why we have notes on our phone. <laughs> uh, you tell us your life updates. Um,
1: well, we've been listening to a podcast. Uh, mm, we had yes. quite a drive to a gig um, on the weekend, and we started listening to a podcast that came out in 2023.
0: Or yep. 2022? Yeah. You said 2023. Yeah. That's
1: what you told me. Um, and it's a couple of New Zealanders, and I think someone from England. It's called Who Shat on the floor at my wedding. <laughs> I love it. Um, so ridiculous. So stupid. So this um, lovely couple, Helen and Karen, um, had somebody uh, literally shit on the floor at their <laughs> wedding and they get a friend and they start to try and do like detective work on who the culprit was, or who the perpetrator was, I think they call it. Um the correct term. Yeah, and it's it's been very fun and like lighthearted obviously if you're like sensitive to that you know subject matter yeah <laughs> yeah it's perhaps not the podcast for you but some of the episodes are like 15 minutes some of them are half an hour it's it's an easy listen we we're having a good time
0: yeah no it was very fun they um at one point they're talking about this gentleman who was in the ladies room for a while like for like four hours and he had like <laughs> like food and drinks delivered to yeah. him <laughs> It was very funny. Yeah, you had to listen. It's yeah, not, yeah. Show to that podcast. Very, very humorous. Made the ten-hour drive worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good. Um, the first month of January has come to a close. Um, was January good for you? No. Oh, January is never good for me. Wow.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I but I never put pressure on January to be good for me. It's always my slack month mm-hmm. because I'm usually starting back in university. It's like I'm still get like I have I get seasonal depression, so you know I'm dealing with that, and then yeah, it's just a little bit slower for work, so it's always kind of my chill month. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, same. I don't push myself to work too much in January, and usually I'm trying to get like surgeries done or something done, um, but no surgeries this January, unfortunately. So I'm just getting a bunch of face stuff done to have my microneedling. And I have like a Lumeca IPL planned for, well, I guess February. And we'll see how that goes, but yeah, yeah, I find something to do that like justifies me taking the time off work.
1: <laughs> yeah, but micro
0: the downtime is like two days. Oh, well, it depends how you purge. Depends on for me. It depends on my skin is that, that time. Like sometimes I purge more than that, and also leave me alone. I want to take the time <laughs> <Okay>. off. <laughs> I just I'm said so justify. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unjustify my justifications.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm taking January off. <laughs> um, what, what about you? What a uh...
0: What's my life updates? Yeah. yeah I and mean, you got sick new crew neck, sick new scrunch <laughs> socks. have well, you heard? Tube socks. <laughs> tube socks. Uh, oh, my God. Do you remember those socks? I don't know if you had them when you were a kid. Were are like, little toe socks? Yeah. <laughs> ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. I bet they're going to have a comeback. Yeah. Mark that down. It's going to come back. Yeah. And I, I it will. Just... It, it
1: feels terrible between your toes.
0: <sighs> I've had worse things. Between toes. <laughs> okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feet finish, boyfriends. <laughs> um no, January's death. I've just been like taking it easy. I'm um on my period right now, and that's just like ruining my life. Um it does that. It really does. For me, especially I have like the heaviest fucking periods. I always get like a bit of like hormonal acne. I always, always go up like five to seven pounds for like the week. Like, no joke. The minute. My period starts. I'll go on the scale. I'll be like five, seven pounds, and then that just like, as someone who's like you know had eating disorders before and that, um, that like is very triggering. So I'm always in like a little bitchier mood. I've noticed, and also it's gotten kind of worse with age. <laughs> the older I get, the bitchier I get around my period. I'm like, have I done this enough? Yeah, like, truly. Really... When's menopause coming? Yeah, can't we not do this? <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, fun podcast. I finished another book. Ghosts by um, Dolly Alderton, who I really like. I've, re- I've read um, two of her other books and I recommend those three to you because I really like the way she writes. She's um, British and um, mostly they're about like dating and almost written kind of similar to like a memoir style kind of dating esque books. Um, but yeah, they're funny, very like Britishy kind of humor. And um, yeah, finish that up. And then we ventured out because the one thing about us, besides justifying taking off the time of work for it a being January on our period, getting facial surgeries yeah. done, like whatever <laughs> excuses, facial is. surgeries, microneedles. <laughs> Actually, the Mecca IPL can be um, more um, invasive. Thank you, okay. <laughs> which you haven't um, had done. Okay, but I will, <laughs> and I'll take a month off for that too. Um, but we, I will pride us our, like, give us a pat on the back for this, that we, if we're taking, like, a night, a weekend off work, we will try to make ourselves go do something. Like, at least we'll put do our hair and makeup one time that week. (laughs) And we went out to amateur night Mm -hmm. at a local strip club here.
1: Yeah. Shout out to the pinhouse.
0: Yeah. And, um, I had never seen an amateur night before. That's how you got your big break, right? Wasn't it? (laughs) Uh, no. I, I mean, I've, I've watched, I did Amateur Night twice, actually.
1: Once when it was out in, like, Alder, Alder, Inn. Alder Grove, yeah, Alder. At the Alder Inn. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Alder Grove. At okay, the Alder yeah, Inn. I was like, that's <laughs> the <this> place, right? <laughs> <Which> <laughs> yes, at like... the Alder Inn, which was back in 2019, I guess. um And yeah, then I did, 2020 yeah I did one, um, in 2019 as well maybe literally they just needed one more person like they put out a SOS for one more person and i just did it for the experience
0: yeah crazy no i never i've never partaken in one and i've never seen one and we went and um what were your thoughts that's thoughts an experience
1: yeah it's good so the way the amateur night works is i'm pretty sure everybody or anybody can um enter it and then uh audience comes and uh they vote on certain um criteria so you have round one and round two and so round one you're uh doing you're rating costume uh poll moves and overall look i believe and uh, round two, the, it's smile, floor work, and stripper potential. And anybody who goes to be part of the audience has the ability to like write, like rate, or like grade. I don't know how how you would Adjudicate, score, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. Um, score the girls on stage, and I
0: think there's six girls max. That yeah, everyone gets the comes the if it, like patrons they get to have a little cute like a scorecard. Yeah, and they get to write down,
1: which was fun. We like we took another girlfriend of ours and we were judges for it it was very fun
0: yeah it's funny it's like we were all taking it very seriously like we were like okay well you know that outfit like would be hard to get in and out of if you're actually stripping like maybe not like maybe like a four to five on that one and then our friend who was the dj came around and she was like oh yeah like it's funny everyone gives you like a zero or five like no one takes it really seriously (laughs) With our scorecard, we were, like, so, like, meticulous about, like, our thoughts and feelings on, yeah. like, each
1: point. One <laughs> girl matched her underwear to her shoes. That got a point. Yeah, like, we did like that. We liked the premeditated outfits. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But we were sitting next to um a lovely guy who kind of – his booth spilt over into our booth, and he was writing it, and he – for stripper potential, he's like, well, everybody gets a five out of five because everybody is getting up there and getting naked and giving it their all. And if that isn't stripper potential, then I don't know what it is. And I was like, actually, that's a really decent way to look at it because, mm. I mean, my entrance into uh stripping, I started at like a local bachelor party um company mm-hmm. and we did lap dances but never took our underwear off. And they were all just like private lap dances. And then... You could sell strip shows and stuff too, but I didn't do that for a while. And then when I started at the club, I was only doing VIP. So again, I was only getting naked for like one to two people at a time. And it takes a lot of balls to like get up on stage and get fully naked as typically some of these girls first time like having any sort of toe in the water with stripping. And it it does take some balls. And I I do really respect that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good for them for like getting out there. I can't imagine like um one of the girls that were working came up to me and was like said something I was like honestly like I don't remember the first time I went on stage because like I like we said we have to take notes on this podcast I don't remember two weeks ago I don't remember (laughs) bullet up (laughs) yeah I don't remember 20 years ago (laughs) like yeah so it um yeah it was fun it was a cool experience it's like you kind of get like secondhand embarrassment not because they're doing anything embarrassing but you can like feel the nerves almost if that makes sense so maybe not secondhand embarrassment is the right term but like you feel nervous for them yeah because they like, you can of Im- you try to like imagine how they're feeling
1: i imagine it's like what a dance mom would feel like watching your like kid go up on stage mm-hmm. and you're like you can do this sweetie like yeah. we rehearsed
0: it <laughs> kickball change kickball change yeah yeah no it was cool it was fun experience yeah yeah show it to the penthouse for do that maybe do it every last Thursday in the month. Yeah. So yeah, great. you can uh, go check them out. You might see us there another time. Yeah, I've worked two of them actually. Like I was on the stage circuit um while
1: two of them happened.
0: Yeah. And it's the club is always a really great vibe. Yeah, that yeah. yeah, they do have a good vibe there for sure. Uh speaking of working, do you have any work updates? Uh no, because we haven't been working, babe. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I barely have time to like do even like the things I need to get done? I guess I do need to work, but like yeah, yeah work has definitely taken like a side, uh, like a back seat to like my other stuff. Um, we had one client who listens to the podcast and describe us as a woody, a woodpecker, and a bulldozer. <laughs> do you remember this? <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, I listen to the podcast," and then they're like, "You guys are exactly." How I know you to be. And we're like, oh, in in my head. I don't know about you, but I was thinking like, oh, charming, like great. Funny. Funny. And he's like, Riley, you're like, you know, like a little woodpecker. Like you come up with like your little things to say. And then Danica, you're like an emotional bulldozer. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like,
1: fair. Yeah, you know what? Did you typecast us? Yes. Do we typecast
0: ourselves? (laughs) Yes. yes. (laughs) Um, other than that, I saw one of my hot regulars. Uh, love to see him. Um, love, his, love that he's hot. <laughs> love that he's very, very handsome. Like, actually stupidly handsome. Um, you've met him before. He's definitely like, a very strikingly good-looking man. So that always makes it more enjoyable mm-hmm. to interact with a good-looking man that I want to tolerate for extended periods of time. <laughs> yeah, totally. Love him and leave him, yes. I say. <laughs> And then, yeah, that's really all I did this month. I did not work at all. I think I worked like four – actually, you know, I worked four days this month. That's bad. We shouldn't be admitting this on a a podcast. No, you know, you should because it's about your mental health and taking time for yourself and letting your invasive face (laughs) procedures heal. Because you know what's more important than making money? Vanity. (laughs) I've always said (laughs)
1: I've always said that. I've always said that.
0: Um, but back to you guys, we had our poll come out on Instagram, and we love these because well, we love the interaction part, and we also love hearing from the listeners, like what what their thoughts are on things. So we put out the stripper poll for stripper math, and stripper poll for stripper math. Yep. <laughs> and I premised it saying. You've heard of boy slash girl math, but we want to know what your stripper math is. So Riley's example is that she doesn't count $10 bills. And then I was saying, you know, I think of things I buy in relation to dances. So something is $40. I'm like, okay, well, that's one dance. (laughs) So we asked you all to tell us yours. So the first one is I do the same as Danica. And then this one is one rent. (laughs) And, yeah, so I think – and I even did that, as a, I did that as a student, too. Like, when I was buying something, I'd be like, okay, well, this is, like, one semester of school. If I want to buy, like, a nice purse or something, I'd be like, is one semester of school worth this purse? Um, really, like, brings you um, – brings you uh, in, really like, relation to things, I think. Yeah. Um,
1: I will expand on the $10 thing. So in Canada – We get tipped really like $5 bills or $20 bills. Like $10 bills are not that common. So every $10 bill that I get, I put aside, and I don't count that as part of my income. And then anything that I buy from those $10 bills is actually free.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love that for you. I love free stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then another one I do is I count all American money like par with Canadian money and then any when I exchange that American money for Canadian money anything
0: that I get for the exchange rate is actually bonus money and anything that I buy with that is free I like it (laughs) yeah I never count my American money so even if I make like let's throw it a random number let's say like I made 1800 that night um I'll and like 300 of it was American, that I only made $1,500 that night. And then I put my American money away. Yeah. So I'm sure I have, like, you know, a million dollars yeah. in American somewhere. I'm sure you do, babe. <laughs> just lingering over the years that I've collected American money. And Lord knows I never get to travel, so it's just collecting dust somewhere. Honestly, it's probably, like, um, what is that – um. Cartel guy who like they say like the rats ate like billions of his dollars. Oh,
1: um, is that who they did narco's about? Yeah, I can't think of the name right now.
0: I can hear you all yelling at the at the speakers right now. Yeah, uh, come on, come on, brain, think of things. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I'm it. gonna Google it. Someone, yeah, yeah, someone. Ie Riley, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, but you know how they say like the rats had eaten like a bunch of his billions of dollars. That's what's happening to my American. <laughs> Sitting in a safe, yeah. sitting in a safe for 10 years. Pablo Escobar. Yeah. That's so him stupid. too, yeah. So you know what me and him, same yeah. same playing field, pretty much. I relate. I relate. <laughs> um, okay, so we're just gonna go through some of these.
1: I'm gonna also read out some that I found on Reddit.
0: Okay. Um first one is I only know my 20s and 50s multiplication tables. <laughs> yeah. That's legitimate, sure. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent Uh, Once I empty my money from purse to locker, I haven't made any money all night. I'm working from a bag that I get home to count.
1: My lashes are $200 a month, so that's $50 a week. I work four shifts every week, so that's $12 a shift, only nine more dollars than strip lashes, but it saves me at least 10 minutes getting ready at the club And I can do three dances in 10 minutes, which is $100. So basically I'm getting my lashes, getting my lashes done earns me an extra $1,600
0: a month. And that's math. That is math. (laughs) I justify bigger purchases with that's just one, two, et cetera, weekends at the club. Yeah, same here.
1: Your total is 150 in my head. That's uh, okay. That's five dances to make that back. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Fives don't count. So if I spend my fives, it's not real money.
1: If I pay with cash instead of the money I deposited, it's free. If I use the money from my last shift to pay for my tip out for today, I'm not losing
0: money. And you know what all this makes perfect sense? Uh, This one I fully relate to. If I make no money all night, but then I sell an $800 VIP, I made $100 per hour that night.
1: Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it.
0: I don't count stage tips till the end of the month. Then when I use it, it's like a free... Blank. So facial, shopping spree, et cetera.
1: If I pay my house fee with stage money, it's free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're really going for, We're yeah. trying to wait, find ways to make ourselves get free shit, hey? Uh, American money is free spending money for vacations and drag shows. I do the counting things as dances. Also, $5 to $10 are for spendies treats. Also, I don't. it doesn't matter what I make nightly slash how much I work as long as it equals $10,000 a month.
1: So just anything else is bonus.
0: Yeah, averages it out. Uh, Another one here,
1: if you want to buy something, it's how many live dances is this?
0: Yeah, relatable. Uh, If my nails cost $200 plus tip and three customers spend $100 on me, then my nails were free. Bringing my house fee from last night's money uh, means that my house fee was free. (laughs) I always cash out with my bigger bills because I like the feeling of having more bills. Buying clothes and heels is an investment,
1: a tax write-off, and it will keep me making more money, so it's free. (laughs) I got everything, so it's free. (laughs) Uh, All my American bills automatically go to my travel fund. Relatable. Uh, Tipping out with stage money
0: doesn't really count. $20 equals one stripper dollar. $50 are bad luck. Sorry, $50 bills are bad luck.
1: Not cashing in my stripper dollars on a bad night, so I'm starting the next shift already ahead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Singles don't count. And any money short of the hundred is mine for whatever I like. I used to just lost. So, you know, I made like $895 that I actually made $895. It's just like, ooh, yeah, a little treat. <laughs> it's not real money until it's in the bank. If we did two songs, then we actually did three songs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's naughty. <laughs> Figuring out how many dances or rooms I have to sell to reach my goal for the night and also calculating how much I made per
0: hour that night. Yeah. Uh, the morning after I make money at work, I can buy breakfast and it counts as free. Uh, if I paid in ones, it's free. <laughs> so we're seeing a trend here. Of everything strippers <laughs> do is free. <laughs> that's That's – Math, you know. And that's stripper math. We love it. If you guys have more to add, send them in, and we'll get a little laugh out of them, and we'll post them. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a would you rather. Okay. I want to throw it your way. <laughs> this comes from my favorite podcast, You Up. Shout out Jared Fried, Jordana Abrams. Love them. Um, he's coming to Vancouver in April, and anyone who wants to go – I will be there <laughs> right at and bushy tailed. And Franco, okay, with Holly slashing my titties. <laughs> okay, it's a kid friendly show. Um, his, it's not. His, yeah. <laughs> no, he just needs to know I'm Jewish and I need to gain some weight because he likes thicker girls. So I need to, well, thank God. Hopefully, I'll be on my period. Is that on your period? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be on my period now at that time. Um, No, I, I told you to see for right? He came. <laughs> I don't know if I'd share the podcast <laughs> how thirsty I was. You? <laughs> <laughs> he came last year. Did I have a partner? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My partner didn't care. He knew I was like, he's like, this is your, uh, what's it called? That's your hall Hall pass. pass. Yeah, hall pass. Um, And he came, (laughs) oh my God. And I can tell the second part of the story because that was just fucking embarrassing, but (laughs) we did not stalk him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great lead up, babe. (laughs) Um, Me and my girlfriend went to his show and he had mentioned before that like, he'll like meet up with drinks with people at like new towns because it's the way to like meet people and like you're not drinking alone all the time so I had dm'd him and he like does read the dms which is nice he remembers little people and I messaged him and I was like hey me and my girlfriend have tomorrow off we're going to go for a drink after the show you're welcome to join us it was a great show and he was like oh thank you blah 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 and then I remembered on podcast that he like um doesn't he thinks it's like poor form to have like a Private account message and not have any like, so he can't like creep photos of you.
1: Yeah,
0: and so I sent him a selfie, but it was like me in the gym, and he had like talked before how much he like does. I don't think he likes the gym, and, like fitness things and stuff. So like, I just like shot myself on the foot. And you know, now I tell myself if I would only just sent like one of my photos when I was a little thicker, we'd be married. So with Jewish babies. <laughs> The land of make-believe. <laughs> Delulu, I was say. No, but he's, joke like, aside, I'm not a stalker. <laughs> and he is quite funny. So I do recommend people checking him out. He has a bunch of different podcasts and um, he does like shows a lot everywhere in like New York and that. And I love him. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the question, the would you rather, Okay. Hey, would you rather? Okay, so I had to set the scene. You're at their parents' house for dinner. Okay. And their parents are making cookies. Okay. And <laughs> they so happen to suck the cookie dough off <laughs> their mom's finger. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Would you rather they go whoop and like put their finger in their mama's mouth? Or would you rather their mom <laughs> swoop the cookie dough and put it in the in your partner's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's giving? I give I think this is a family that does like the 5k jogs every morning together. It's <laughs> like totally that. Yeah. And like she like irons his collars and like they sugar free cookies. Blows him. Sure. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's giving, it's All giving right. weird. It's giving weird. But okay, which one do you think you'd rather? They suck the cookie dough off their parent's finger or their parent sucks it off their finger? I
1: think the latter. I think the parent sucks it off their finger.
0: Okay, where's your reasoning?
1: Um, because when the parent is elderly, I feel like the son is going to have to feed. The mom anyway. So. But hopefully with the utensils, not like <laughs> a bird, like, spitting into her mouth later. Okay, well, that's weird.
0: <laughs> that's where we draw the
1: line. Um, um, I don't know my reasoning for that.
0: Okay, it just felt right when you it said just, it. <laughs> it just felt right. It
1: gave me less of an ick, I think.
0: Okay. How about you? Um. Okay, let me picture it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if it was, like, he's sucking it off his mom, <laughs> I would... I would rather. ooh okay. So they there's feel two ways the to look at. Same it. to me. No, they're not. Okay, so I would kind of prefer them doing it to their mom because then I could talk and say, "Don't do it to your mom anymore." I can't go to the mom and say, "Stop putting your finger in your kid's mouth," <laughs> <laughs> right? So I feel like that would be like a less awkward conversation to have because if I had to say to him, "Hey, can you not suck off your mama's fingers?" <laughs> and then, wow. and then, And then next time they do it, I'm going to be sitting there. And she goes to do it, and he turns away. He goes, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Dad, go won't let me. (laughs) (laughs) But if he just stops doing it, then I'm like, it's a little less awkward, maybe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I'd go with that one. Okay. Now, (laughs) would you rather they do the cookie dough sucking thing or they scream at their parents in front of you? The cookie dough. Yeah, this is what this is what um, they're talking about in the UAP. Like, it's like I think it's like one of their like biggest fears is like their partner is screaming at the parents in front of them. I, first off, who does that? It's like you're like a bride child. But I would be so cringe if the person was like "fuck you, mom" <laughs> like in front of me. I'd be like, and also if like
1: he doesn't respect his mom, there's no way he's respecting you. Yeah, or respect like respect yeah like, anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, hands this. down. Yeah. I would it. rather
1: them simultaneously do it <laughs> and have him yell at his mom in front <laughs> of me. They, they do the thing where you cross yeah, your cross arms around <laughs> each other
0: and then you suck it. <laughs> I would rather that every day of the week. And then, and then you're just there in there too, <laughs> <laughs> putting both your fingers in their mouths. <laughs> it's a three <laughs> <laughs> It's a Spider Man comic where they're all pointing at each other. I would rather that than. <laughs> I actually just want that now. now. (laughs) I just want that. It's actually a new kink of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocked. Unlocked a new kink. Um, Okay. We'll put that up on the the Instagram so you can tell us who you guys would rather suckle. And (laughs) (laughs) I hate the word suckle. Okay. And the next poll will be, you're on a date and you can only talk about the last thing you Googled. What are you talking about? So... I have. I day didn't. Day. I actually forgot that I wrote this out of my notes, so I didn't like <laughs> pre-plan something that I wasn't knew embarrassing. We to
1: ask too, like a, a week ago.
0: Oh, did you? I well, I mean, forgot. the last thing
1: I just googled was narco's.
0: No, okay, it has to be before today because that's you have to be more creative than that, I can't be just. Oh okay, mine's not embarrassing. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up Des Bishop and Hannah Berner. Who are two comedians because they were on a podcast and I was like, I, um, could I want to see what their, the visual was? because i like to know who's talking. Uh, I googled Paul
1: Miscal Gladiator. Paul
0: who? Miscal Oh, yeah, miscal yeah.
1: Yeah, Gladiator.
0: Oh. He's going
1: good... to be in the new Gladiator. Oh, I yeah. do like
0: him. He was in Normal People. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I just watched the chicken shop date with him.
0: Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that up for your guys' poll. Okay, so next we have our quiz, which we haven't done yet this season. And this one is, are you the main character, sidekick, antagonist, or love interest? You're the
1: antagonist. I'm the sidekick. I'm going to put that out right now. Yeah, okay, no, we're not love interest, no one, no one loves us,
0: <laughs> obviously. Okay, so the first one is pick a color, red, blue, green, yellow.
1: Uh, green. I'm going with red. A zodiac sign. Well, we're both Pisces.
0: Okay, I'm clicking that one. Would you say you're popular? Yes, everyone likes me, but I wouldn't say I'm popular. Not really, I don't really care about that. Or popular with my friends only.
1: I would say popular with my friends only on this podcast.
0: <laughs> um I yeah, no, I'd say I'd say everyone likes you but you're not pop. I wouldn't say popular. That's what I'd say for okay. you. What would you say for me?
1: Uh you're a polarizing person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's is true. <laughs> this is not an option. Yeah.
1: I would say popular with friends only, maybe. Okay. Uh, no, I would say just straight
0: yes, I think. Okay. How many relationships have you had? One or two, none, five or more, three or four? Three or four. but Five or more. Um, pick a show. Gossip Girl, The Office, Outer Bakes, The Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries. For yeah, me. that's the same. Pick a dystopian movie. The oh, Maze Runner, hu- Divergent, The Purge, or The Hunger Games? Hunger Games. I love The Hunger Games. <laughs> I want to say The Purge. Didn't we watch Maze Runner in Calgary for some reason? Oh, yeah. Was that what that was called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, not a big fan. I don't remember the end. What happened? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pick a singer, Frank Ocean, Ariana Grande, Billy Eilish, Eilish, or Lana Delray? Yeah, Billy Eilish. Lana Del Rey. I don't really know any of the other. Do you Frank Ocean? No, probably if you put a song, I would know. Oh, him. you would love well, that her older stuff, I like a lot. Uh, pick a food, burgers, sushi, pizza, or pasta. Sushi for burgers me. Burgers for me. Pick a heartthrob, Harry Styles, Donald Glover, Timothy Chalamet, or Ian Salmer Sol- Holden. Holder. Ian for me, for sure. <sighs> Donald Glover is a sexy man. That's he chose? Okay, mm-hmm. what did you get? sidekick I got the antagonist (laughs) did you really (laughs) yes antagonist you're the antagonist you know what you want and you go for it no matter the consequence and you're strong headed determined and you fight for what you believe in. also the bad guys are the coolest Uh, I got
1: sidekick you're the sidekick you're light hearted loyal and hilarious you deserve a spinoff
0: it's pretty accurate (laughs) I pulled it right from the get go that is pretty accurate okay What did you have for us today? You had something, uh, or you're an asshole. Yes, I also have my
1: book list to um, explain, I guess. Okay, let's do your book list then. Okay. And then we'll get into listener questions. So um, we got a message on Instagram asking uh, if I can read after you put up your book list of um, 2023, I guess. Um, And the answer is yes, I can read. I do read. I am not proud (laughs) of it. So I put up my book list. You can find it on the highlights of, is it called reads, I think, or books? The highlight on Instagram? You made it. Oh,
0: book. Oh, on our Instagram, yeah. Books. Or was it reads? (laughs) (laughs) It's a valid question you bring up. Looks like, I'll look at that way. It's called books.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I put up mine. We got a lot of questions about what a lot of the symbols mean um, next to it. And I thought I would come on here and, uh, yeah, my dirty laundry and try and explain it away. <laughs> so in summary, I read 41 books. 35% of them were basically porn. <laughs> all of them, all of the ones that were porn have trigger warnings. That's what the TW is. Um, all of them had a thumbs down because we do not read for the plot. And if there was a chili emoji, it means that it's like, it's, it's smut. It's just porn. So typically, the chili emoji, which is like kind of recognized in um, in book talk, is if it's got zero chili peppers, it's nothing but longing glances, not even dirty thoughts, just good good old Christian romance. Honestly, surprisingly, that's the shit I read. I hate sex scenes in books. Yes, uh, one chili pepper is romance with some sexual attention, maybe kissing, hand holding, no sex um two chili peppers okay i could do i could do one chili yeah you got one chili yeah i could do a slight handhold or graze maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh two chili peppers romance with plenty of sexual tension but closed door sex so um the sounds no but just like a fade out how do you do fade out in a book um so it'd be like uh we started kissing and then it would kind of like go to the next chapter and they like to last it. night was incredible like okay, it's that's alluded to yeah okay yeah like uh hun- un- on was a was a Fade out okay. that we read. Three chili peppers, romance with explicit sex scenes, but generally milder language. Uh, four chili peppers. So, this is
0: like the, ver- the example is this is like his member entered her flower. Exactly.
1: Like, think <laughs> uh, hook, line, and sinker, which was too spicy for you.
0: Well, no, she said cock every two seconds. I yeah. can't say that's not explicit. Yeah, no, that's that would be romance
1: up. with explicit scenes, but generally milder language. Yeah, I don't think that mild language, cock. Okay, well, we're about to jump.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> y'all I, I just you like just no one's touching your vagina like your vulvas like why are y'all so thirsty for your content yeah <laughs> uh romance
1: for chili peppers romance with three or more explicit sex scenes that uses all the naughty words for all of the body all parts, the naughties all <laughs> the naughty words um that would get your mouth washed out with soap if you're a ch- like if you were if you said them in front of your parents um cunt pussy things like that um five chili peppers oh there's more yeah is all romantic erotica would it be included in five chili pepper ratings um lots of bdsm reverse harem uh anything that's like super detailed and descriptive and nasty so if you're looking at my um, all fives for sure if you're looking at (laughs) my uh list and it has a chili pepper it is at least a four if not a five
0: so (laughs) yeah i wonder why some people really enjoy that i just find it like i think i just i don't know yeah i guess it's the way that some people like porn
1: like i don't watch porn i read porn
0: Mm, let me think here i think it just like i think maybe because our lives are so like related around sex that like i want the escapism of like actual room like room like mm, gentle romance yeah you know some christian longing (laughs) some one to two chilies yeah i think one's good (laughs) maybe one and a half on a spicier day (laughs) yeah that's funny
1: um so yeah uh and then obviously trigger warnings, it's probably what is considered dark romance. Please do read up on those if you go through my uh, book list. If you do read up on them, don't judge me. We're judging. <laughs> I just love it. Can, can Riley read? <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of it. Should I be reading? Arguable. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyway, that's my guilty pleasure. Would love to shout out our sponsor, Levine Lash, for bringing our lashes to life. At and Lash, you'll be in great hands with Liz. With over six years of experience, Liz can create any set of lashes you desire, from natural classics to the most dramatic mega volumes you could ever imagine. If extensions aren't your thing, you can opt for that clean girl aesthetic with lash lifts and brow laminations too. Find some time to schedule some much-needed self-care with and Lash. You'll receive $25 off your first visit for any service of your choice with code 50
0: tip. Okay listener comments and questions question for you okay so thank you for that (laughs) you're welcome you you guys are welcome (laughs) if you have any smutty book recommendations do send them my way oh geez um okay getting into listener comments and questions question for you is sex work a means to an end or an end to a means or both I said, oh, I will tackle this on the next episode. Can you explain a little further, though, what you mean by each so I can make sure we're answering correctly? They said, I think it's something personal I'm dealing with, but I was curious about what that might have meant to you and Riley when you started and how that might have changed as you've progressed through your careers. Things change and people evolve, right? But the wisdom from time in the industry might have given you a different perspective. If you had time, discussing in person would be fun. But the wisdom from time in the industry might have given you a different perspective. So what did she mean by age? They meant, I assume, is sex work a means to an end or an end to a means? I assume, like, what kind of how you feel sex work. Is it a tool? Is it like your be-all, end-all? I think that's kind of what they mean by it. Um. I think when I first started
1: um in the industry it was more of a means to an end to like it and it provides incredible flexibility and really great money for the amount of time that you work um and so that was very valuable to me as I was in university and you know living on my own I didn't have any like parental support anything like that so I think it was like incredibly valuable as like a tool to get through university. And as I, you know, danced more and fell in love with like the craft and really started to enjoy it, I think it became like a really large part of like who I am and how I see the world. And so I think that I guess now it's more of a, um, now it's more of a means end to a
0: means, like, which was, what's the other way? Yeah, I am a little confused about how they meant the question, but I think I'll go with the question being what it might have meant to you and Riley when you started and how that might have changed and then you progressed about your careers. Yeah, I think similar to you, I started very young. So um, yeah, it was just a way to pay for school. And I think now I see it more of as like a way to like pay for like advancing myself in many different ways like setting myself up financially investing like I see it more of like a substantial part I guess if that makes sense than I did maybe originally going into it Mm -hmm. I
1: guess like my question to the person who wrote in was how do you view like quote-unquote regular jobs are they not a means to an end like don't people work just to you know get money in order to like live and do the things that fulfill them yeah. Um I think it's you're very lucky if you have a job in which you find fulfillment um and you really love your job. Uh, and I think that on most days I can say that about dancing. Mhm. And so I don't know if that like answers your question. I definitely don't see it as I don't see it differently as any other job.
0: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well um We'll touch base if they reach out again Mm -hmm. about this, if that answers your question or not. Um, Okay, next one here. Thank you for everything. If you read this on air, can you please change my name or not mention it? Thank you in advance. No, I will. uh... Hey, Danica and Riley, how are you? I just found your podcast and I can't wait to continue listening to your introductory episode and more. As far as my sexuality is concerned, I grew up in a very sheltered sense all around my – up. All around my upbringing was and still is a very sex-negative traditional. I am mid-30s disabled virgin who's never been on official date or kissed a woman. I have a ton of platonic female friends who are amazing. More on that as you read on. Related to my physical disability, I've dealt with self-esteem slash confidence issues for years in this area of my life. I've been on a few dating apps but haven't had much luck. It took me 27 years before I saw a woman naked in person. My friends took me to a strip club and we've gone back to the clubs almost every year since. It's been my only real in-person experience. I absolutely love learning slash talking about sexuality. I'm extremely passionate slash nerdy about learning anything and everything there is to learn. My insanely high drive is made worse by my lack of experiences. It bothers me a ton that our society doesn't discuss sex enough, especially not around the disabled community. With regards to my platonic female friends, consensually, I began having conversations about their sex life as a way to explore my own sexuality. It turns me on like crazy to hear their stories and to somewhat talk about relationships in general. I eventually learned slash read about cock cockleding. I know I'm not attracted to the same sex. I'm now wondering if the term steg may be more of an accurate identification since I'm not into the humiliation side of cockling. I personally define myself as kinky in general with the aforementioned fetish and a location kink. Oh, sorry, a lactation kink, the latter of which I believe developed while watching porn, but I'm not entirely sure, being at the forefront of my kinkiness. I have truly and finally found my place slash people within the sex positive community in general. I finally feel 100% understood by others, which is something I never thought was going to be possible. I legitimately breathe easier knowing people like yourselves exist, and that's no exaggeration. My goal is to one day meet like-minded communities in person instead of just online. You all make me feel completely accepted. I also know online support is still just that, support. It's absolutely amazing. Everything I said above just about disappears while listening to a sex positive podcast. Given my intense desire for exploration and fetishes and kinks, I have a strong feeling monogamy will be extremely difficult for me. Thank you for all that you've done, and I'm sure will continue to do, for someone like myself. Our mainstream sex-negative society needs more people like yourselves to keep doing this. P.S., also, I know you didn't ask this, but I thought it might be useful for anyone else who's in a similar situation to mine. Here's a book and a website for you to check out. I'm not being compensated in any way by suggesting these to you. The book is The Ultimate Guide to Sex and Disability by Corey Silverberg and Miriam Kaufman. And the website is abfheaven.com. This is a website for people who had, have the lactation kink like I do. Anyway, Danica and Riley, I hope you'll find these resources useful. Thank you. Absolutely. We, sh-
1: we should add that book to our um, uh Repertoire. Of yeah, books to so definitely, read. definitely
0: interested in reading that. I haven't checked out the site, but I will. I um, also think like lactation can be very sexy, so I um, appreciate the lactation kink. And yeah, thank you for reaching out. I we always love hearing from listeners, and yeah, it means it's means a lot to hear that that this means a lot to you because it started as like, It's just like a little fun passion project, and it's crazy like. The amount of people it reaches and, like, the way we can connect with those people. And, yeah, we appreciate appreciate it a lot. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Yeah. So thank you. And that's awesome that you're finding people in your community that you can explore and talk to and that uh, sex workers and strip clubs are somewhere you feel safe and you get to experience those things in, like, a safe way. And um, if you're ever in town. (laughs) Yeah come to the strip club (laughs) okay the next one here loving the new episode i had to pause it riley says there's a couple of new girls skirting around the etiquette and then you make a very disapproving sound lol (laughs) which does sound like me um season seven what a huge accomplishment and yeah you should be up there with joe rogan (laughs) you're both authentic entertaining and so much value and gorgeous fangirling always love you too i'm gushing i know well, thank you. That is we very should sweet. be up there. <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt us. Right. In I our mean, own merch. <laughs> <laughs> in our own merch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me with my husband, Jared. Call me. Stop. You, April. Oi, oi. Um, we might have time to do your "Am I asshole?" Why not, right? Yeah. Throw it in We're here. We're going to
1: have quite a few polls for uh, everybody. This is actually, um, ironically, about
0: uh etiquette oh perfect well that fits in very well then doesn't it though making my little sounds apparently okay so this
1: am i the asshole uh is on the stripper forum um on reddit which i have a grand time in (laughs) so somebody received this text message hey G." I wanted to talk to you about yesterday. I don't know if you were just unaware of the situation, but I had been sitting with blank for about an hour prior to you coming over and sitting in his lap. Me and him had done plenty of sweets before and were likely going to do another. I found that to be very disrespectful and it shows your lack of etiquette. If you don't want me to do it to you, then don't do it to me. I didn't say anything about it in front of him because I'm not that girl, but I wouldn't want it to come to you because it's disrespectful and it will cause issues in the future if it continues to happen. So this, like, uh, OP writes in, she's 20 and I'm 24, female. Customer I've been seeing for a year and everyone knows because I sit on his lap. That's what we do. He texted me to come over because he doesn't like her, yet he got a single dance with her before I arrived because she's pushy. I went back for a private 30-minute room with him the other customer he was sitting with had to give her 60 dollars to leave us alone while we were in the back because she kept coming up to him saying there was going to be problems side note i have never sat with her customers and i will say i went off on her about customers making their own choices and how she doesn't own, doesn't own him on top of the fact she knows he's been coming into the club to see me for a year which is what the other guy told her while we were in the private room what the actual f has, any, has this happened to anyone? I ended up apologizing. What are your thoughts?
0: I feel like this one's so obvious now. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, uh... no, you're
0: not an asshole. The person's an asshole. She kept, like, harassing your client to the point where your client is, like, pay her to fuck off, and she's, like, threatening him.
1: Yeah. Also, like... if your customer asked you to come over or texted you to come over, then it's your right to come over.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, at the end of the day, it's the customer has to choose who they want around. Yeah. Yeah, I think mean, that's a really obvious one, no? I mean, I think so, but I, I don't know. But if you guys think we're wrong and you think this uh, psycho bitch who was threatening and wouldn't leave is right, yes. <laughs> if you guys want to play devil's advocate, which is a role I love, <laughs> write us in and tell us how it's justified or how you could see it being justified. Yeah, so this
1: person said, send her the screenshot of your customer asking you to come over no explanation
0: needed. Um see I would have just said when I walked up I would have said I would have said hey I just got your text yes of course I'm going to come see you when you text me. Yeah. Like I would have said that in front of her made sure she heard that this guy texted me to come here. Also like that's me being very nice I don't really need to explain to you why the fuck I came over. But if it's my customer mm-hmm. but um yeah I would have no problem saying something like that in front of them to if, just for to pacify it I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: I would definitely want to apologize to the person for being with my client.
1: So the next one here says, I would just send her the text he sends you. you you're not the asshole, but I get why she's upset. Um, no need to be so extra about it, though, especially if they've been sitting there for an hour. Who's We'd, being extra? I guess she, like, went off on her about... Um, that she doesn't own, own him and stuff. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't engage. I wouldn't care that enough to engage the one. Uh, and then the next one here says... You are absolutely not the asshole here, no question. If you wanted to be super courteous, I would have told her straight up uh, straight up afterwards that he asked you to come over, but you don't owe her that if you have rapport with the customer lasting a year. What the hell? And then says kind of like uh, everyone's the asshole here. Even if she was right about you blocking her sale, him considering a suite with her being pushy for an hour because he thought you weren't available is a weak hustle and she can't be mad if it fell through.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, and then the next one, I'll just do, uh, another one here that has a bunch of upvotes. Looks like you're the asshole, but in reality, she doesn't know that he wanted her to go away. I would tell her, uh, that too, since she wants to discuss it so bad. Girl, he didn't want you.
0: Yeah. I think that's also in the customer. There is a part of the customer. It's like, you'd also need to like let the girls know. Like, Hey, I don't really want you here. Cause it's like yeah. the other girls have it's more uncomfortable that other girls to tell a girl to leave. Like you're the customer. You could have said, Hey, I just came to see her. Yeah. Sorry. Or hey, I asked her to come over. Yeah. And then I just I have a good rapport with my customer my clients. I would just say, Hey, next time you could just tell her, because it's it's better if you if she comes to you, I would tell my clients to say that my clients would respect yeah. that. But I guess it depends how like close you are with your clients. Like I don't do the whole fake shit. So like my clients are like know me and I would just say that to them. Yeah. But I guess if you're like the girl who puts on the whole show for your clients and you Are like I'm so cute and innocent. You can't go and be like, "Hey, tell her to fuck off next time." Yeah, but I would. (laughs) I would tell her. (laughs) And on that lovely note, my what what was my antagonist? (laughs) How fitting. (laughs) A mile away, babe. That is it for this episode thank you so much for listening as always you can find us on instagram at 50 plus a tip pod that's five zero plus a tip pod or email at 50 plus tip at gmail.com slide up with any stories questions comments we love getting them also we are on patreon at 50 plus a tip um we have the
1: full uh video I know we're putting up little snippets on instagram now but we have the
0: full episode video um, available on patreon Yes, and also make sure you're watching on Instagram stories, FD Plus Tip Pod, to wait in on all the weekly polls we put out. You guys give us um, so much funny content, so we mm-hmm. love sharing that and reading that. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to Fifty Plus Tip Podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google, Podca- Google Podcasts, or Apple. wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> and lastly, have a wonderful week. And happy whoring. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Intimo is a local sex shop that celebrates our industry in a spicy and empowering way. Proudly representing many sex workers in queer-owned businesses, community, and education is at the heart of what they do. With over 300 hot sex toys available online, their collection is curated intentionally to help you find what you're looking for so that you can have an affirming experience in the bedroom. They even make their own plant-based pleasure products, so make sure you try out our favorite one, Smooth Operator, their hyaluronic acid water-based lube. Use promo code 50 plus a tip for 10% off your online orders. Whether you're shopping from the comfort of your own home or visiting their adorable storefront in the heart of Victoria, they've got a little something special for you. Did we mention they're also sex worker-owned and operated? Check them out online at IntimoPleasureBoutique.com and remember to use your promo code 50 PLUSATIP. That's 50 plus a tip. That's five zero plus a tip.